Every son, as Jaira sings that, and just sing on for every son, and it'll include daughters too, but for every son, have a son that would sing, Lord, you've always been there. You're here. We're going to sing that, Lord. That, we just receive that on behalf of all of our children, our sons, right now in the name of Jesus to recognize that you're always there for them. I, I pray for a holy recognition for sons right now this morning, sons that are just a little bit off or a little bit wayward. I just pray for a holy turn to say, God, you've always been here, Lord, and I, I don't know where I've been headed. I don't know what's been going on with me, but I know for a fact you've always been here. Lord, thank you for helping us hear the voice of a son this morning, Lord. Now hear the voice of your son. Hear the voice of your child. Hear the voice of your miracle. Hear the voice of your blessing. Hear the voice of your child screaming right now. I don't know what kind of pit I've gotten myself into, but I know that when nobody else is able to stand around physically, God, you're always here. You've always been here, Lord God. You never forgot them. And just celebrate that God hasn't forgotten your child. Celebrate that God hasn't forgotten their spirit, that God hasn't forgotten their hope. After all 
all these years, Lord God, you're still here. You're still here. Lord, thank you, Jesus, how we needed to hear that this morning, Lord God. I needed to hear that I'm not doing this by myself. I'm not doing this alone. I'm not doing this with no help, Lord God. After all this time, you're still here. After all this time, Lord God, I'm still here because of you. Because of you. My faith isn't lost. My hope isn't lost. After all this time, Lord, everything, Lord God, that we could have ever given, Lord, you said it's not wasted. All of that, Lord God, as we hear the sun sings, God, I thought I was by myself only to recognize it's been you carrying me this whole time. Father, we pray over our children that they'll recognize the carrier. They'll recognize the hand of God, the holding of God, that no weapon formed against them shall be able to prosper. None, 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 not in any shape, form, or fashion. No weapon shall ever be able to prosper. Nothing, 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 nothing will be able to stand against the Word of God in you and in your children. Nothing will be able to overcome that. Just get them to keep their head, roll their head back and just hold it up and say, but I know the living God. I, I, I know what you're saying, but I know the living God. I know God still loves me after all of these years, after all of my letdowns, after all of my stakes, and you are still here? Thank you, Jesus. You still here? As messed up as I am, you still here? After all these years, man. You're calling out to me. You're calling out to me. Wake up, sons. I just pray that them to wake up right now. Wake up and hear the voice of God. Hear the heart of God. You're not by yourself. You're not falling. We just wake them up right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the real of your spirit and your presence. And Lord God, that we receive a deliverance from being addicted to people in any way, shape, form, or fashion. We just thank you for that, Lord. We just pray the, the, the blessings of God overtake us as our kids get ready and get prepared to go back to school. We just thank you, Lord God, that, that, that they're not going to teach. They're not going to break assignments of wrong teaching. We break it in the name of Jesus. You will not manipulate my child. You will not manipulate their heart. Their heart belongs to God. We are not going to let you get in there. I don't care what, what, what law you come up with. We've been redeemed from the curse of laws. In the name of Jesus, we're not going to be afraid. We're going to be bold, brave, and courageous. That is my child. God gave me that child. Here I am, Lord God. And after all of these years, you still here. You still with me. I got to know that. Got to know that. Don't send them there. And don't, don't pray an intimidated prayer. No, we're going to pray a strong prayer of faith. If you start to talk that way, I pray your tongue sticks to the roof of your mouth till you get your words right. In the name of Jesus, not be forgotten. As you're praying, go ahead and have a seat. Go ahead and have a seat as you're praying. So telling you folks, even as we were just doing this, 
just talking to my mother at times, it, it just, in middle of conversations, and when she forgets me, it's, man, it is so heartbreaking to be forgotten. And I know she's not doing it on purpose. It's like, I don't know what else I can do to make you remember me. I don't, I don't know what I can do. And, and, and God was just kind of ministering to me because it was, it, was, it was eating me like, man, I'm your child. And God says, I'll never leave. And even put it in there, when mother and father may forsake you, but I'll never leave you or forsake you. So, you know, she's not doing it on purpose. Try to know that you're remembered. I, I want you to know that you're remembered. You may feel like you've prayed something and God's forgotten. He hasn't. He hasn't. I even said this to a group of teachers on Friday. It was on me so strong, I couldn't even let it go. I got it in front of them, and I even explained to them how my mom's forgetting me. But don't you forget those kids. Don't you forget those children. There's nothing more frustrating for a child to be forgotten. Parents, don't ignore your kids. Because there may come a day where you can't remember them. They may talk on the phone with you, and you'll forget who you're talking to. Don't ignore them. Turn to them, love on them. I know they make you mad. I know they frustrate you, but don't, don't, don't ignore. Hug them. Let them know that there's a voice. There's a, there's a, there's a triumph that comes from them being your child. We're gonna come against every false teaching schools have shown up with. Every trying to take the manhood, the boy out of our boys trying to take the excitement out of our girls, the, the cheerfulness out of our children. In the name of Jesus, the devil is a liar. Lord, I know you didn't put me in all those schools for no reason. I know it was, it, I, I just know for after all these years, still here. So I bend my heart, bend my mind for the kids that we know and the kids that we're around that you said, Lord God, woe to them. Woe to them that would hurt one of these little ones. Woe to them that would abuse one of these little ones. Suffer not the little children that come unto me, for such is the kingdom of God. I thank you for kingdom business being done through our children. Being done through our children. I, I promise you in the name of I pray for every ungodly curriculum to be lost. They pray in the name of Jesus, even, even the, the ideas. I, I, I'm sorry, but I give them the color purple, Whoopi Goldberg prayer. Even your thoughts don't fail. Father, we just thank you for it. We praise you this morning, Lord. Thank you for our time of worship. And we thank you that you heard us according to Daniel 10, 12 when we prayed the first time. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. I tell you to sit down, but I already asked you to do that. Amen. Pray. Y'all give Jesus praise for that, all right? Yeah, can you give me some water? Turn that into a dance. All right, everybody grab your Bible and your, or your, yes, yes, and stand to your feet. Let's pray or your phone or whatever you follow Jesus on. Let's pray, repeat after me, say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can be what it says I can be, and I can do what the Word says I can do. It's the living seed of God living in me, and I'll never be the same. Never, never, never will I be the same. God increase.
pastor decrease. Give me ears to hear what God has to say. I'm going to walk with power, not let the loss get left. Amen. You guys may be seated. Thank you all for praying with me. Thank you for the birthday blessings. Amen. It is good to be, to, to be turning years. Um, uh, and that means that I'm still alive. Amen. And, and being able to do that. So we're going to talk about prayer and how to pray. Um, how many of you guys know the Lord's Prayer? Amen. Yeah, it's a simple, but I, I didn't realize how powerful it was. So really, that's, that's what we're going to preach about, the Lord's Prayer. And we're going to just break down how every word, because it wasn't necessarily that Jesus wanted us to say those exact words only, but when we pray to honor God in the way that this prayer shows us how to honor God throughout the prayer. Okay? So the power in the Lord's Prayer. Uh, Justice, are we just screened out completely? Okay. In Matthew chapter 6 and verse 7 through 13, he says, But when you pray, use not vain repetition. So don't just say it over and over again, because again, one of those things was, As the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Uh, saying it a bunch of times does not <laughs> move God at, at all as much as saying it with faith and believing that God will do what he says he's going to do. He says, be, be not ye therefore like unto them, for your father knoweth what things ye, need, uh, ye have need of before ye ask him. After this man manner, therefore pray ye, our father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On, in earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen okay so now I did it now we're gonna all do it together we're gonna start with our father y'all ready our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debt as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen amen now if you've been getting those little devotionals i've been sending i realized i was sending the sermon that's that's why that stopped i can't be giving you stuff then you have a reason not to show up but starting our prayer uh, by acknowledging who God is. So we say our Father, right? Which is, which is a great thing. It keeps the, it keeps the one um, we are praying to greater in our hearts than the surroundings of the problems or the circumstance. So our Father, which art in heaven, he's bigger than my problems, right there, our Father. And then it shows relationship, a father relationship. Now, what, there's privileges that a child has with their father that that if if it's you know you 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 got privileges you got privileges your child has privileges with you 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 will do anything for your kid and god's wanting you to know when you pray let's pray in the relationship because i want you to pray like you know i will do anything for you i want you to recognize me as one that can do any and all things for you so that according to relationship it comes with privileges of being his child we will do anything for our kids we will bless them with anything we can bless them with when we're able to now god who is el shaddai god that's more than enough says start our prayer in such a manner 
that we understand he will do all things for us and through us. And so he's wanting to do that. He's saying it's a relationship. You, you have a relationship. This keeps us mindful that God always wants, wants, wants what is best for us just like we do for our children. Now, if you're out to eat with your kids and the bill comes, you're not telling them, go wash dishes. Right? They know you're going to pay. In fact, you can say it. They may laugh at you for even saying it because they know you're supposed to pay. They know you're going to get the bill. They know you're going to get it, and, and especially until they get to a certain age anyway. But they know that. Say, when you pray, pray to God like that because God wants to get the bill for you. He wants to pay for it. Quit trying to do it on your own. Quit trying to do it by yourself. He wants to pay for it. All the brokenness, like, like sometimes we try to get our heart healed and we try to get past some stuff that's hurt us. And, and God's like, you don't have to pay that bill. I got you. Right? Our Father. He's in heaven. He's not here on the earth. He's greater than the things that are here on the earth. And so we enter into the presence of the Father and pray like one big family. And this is why uh, I, I believe it. This is one, uh, the thing that I believe that doesn't matter how old our kids get, we're going to always be praying for kids. Amen? It's one of the cool things about going to Justice's old school and Miracle's old school now that my kids are all out. Nobody can sit and say, well, why are you still here? Because there are kids coming. And the adults need to be ready. You know, there's kids coming. So, so we want to let it be known, it's never, ever going to stop. They're always going to get prayer. They're always going to get it. They're always going to. And every time I get a note from a counselor that was negative, but the note comes back, I can't believe you reached those kids. And, I, and I, that's true. They're non-believers. Because when I got there, they couldn't believe the kids could be reached. Now that they got reached, they can't believe I reached them. That's cool. That's fine. I'm not looking for their belief. But just like every one of those notes, the counselors over your kids are going to have those notes too. They're going to be reached. We cannot, it is not like, they, they always ask me like, why, why do you get so excited? Why do you get so fired up? Because it's not just your folks. Our Father who's already in heaven. I got a whole family of people still going to school, still checking in kindergarten, preschool. This keeps us mindful that God always wants what is best for us just like we do for our children. We enter into his presence just in that same way. So prayer power begins with recognizing that we belong to God. And when we know who we belong to, we will know what belongs to us when we pray. Uh, again, I've been saying this over and over again. Self-love is not selfish. You cannot be yourself till you can love yourself. If you don't like you, it's going to be hard for others to love you. Because they can compliment you, they can say, I love you, and you won't believe it. You'll leak right out. Right? So we got to be able to let that and begin to receive that at, at every time. So when I know who I belong to, I'll know what belongs to me. And then I can expect it. Psalm 62.5 says to have a spirit of expectancy. My, my soul, I, I expect when I pray Isaiah 50 and 4 of my child, I expect them to learn everything in the class that they're teaching them. I expect to learn when I read the Bible. I expect to grow when I read something. Psalm 62.5, I have a spirit of expectancy that they can do all things through Christ who strengthens them. The next part is, hallowed be thy name, starts with passion to see God glorified. So no matter what, God, 
good, bad, up, down, I'm going to glorify you. I'm going to hallow your name. Hallowed be thy name. God, you are going to be glorified for what I'm, what I'm uh, receiving and what I don't receive. I'm going to glorify you anyway. But glorifying God mortifies the devil. It terrifies him. For you to be in church today with the stuff you got going on in your life, the devil thinks is, he's confused. Because what the normal thing is to bury your head and run or get mad or do something. But now that you're up here, I'm going to glorify God. It mortifies him. He has nowhere else to go. He has nothing else to do. That's, that's why after all these years, sound is so perfect for me. Nobody else got anything. He gets it. Let's scare the devil by celebrating God. You ain't got to be, I'm, I'm warring with the devil. Mm -mm, you need to be just celebrating God. That's the war. God will fight it. Just praise Jesus. I'm beating the devil up. You have people, I got on my armor. Why'd you ever take it off first? But glorify God. That's what scares the devil. He knows you can get up there and say a bunch of statements. Right? Not everybody who suits up knows how to show up. Know how to show up. The kingdom, it comes to us, and, and, and he will add everything else to it, right? So we said that, that thy kingdom come. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. So God desired is his kingdom to come. In Matthew 6, it says, seek first the kingdom of God. Everything else will be added. This is part of the prayer, right? God, I'm seeking the kingdom. You'll add to my family. You'll add to my relationship. You'll add to my marriage. You'll add to my hopes. You'll add to my dreams. Everything else will be added because I'm not seeking everything else. I'm seeking you who is the God over all things, right? So it's, it's that, that's the kingdom of God. The Bible says the kingdom in Romans 14, 17, it says the kingdom is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's the kingdom of God. And so we operate in that kingdom. Uh, that, is, that is one of the things that, would, that, that God desires for us to do. And that, like, don't come to him as a stranger. My, my kids need something. My kids are hungry and they come to me and they're scared to ask. Come on now, we, no. You ask for it. I'll tell you no, but but you ask. Let me reject you. No, I mean like if they hungry need something like this. They will be thy. They will be done. Thy will be done. Was a model to us by Jesus. Y'all remember when Jesus prayed that Matthew twenty six forty two. If this cup could pass for me, yet not my my will but thy will be done. And I love that, right? Not my will, but thy will. And don't be asking why will. Or why I got to go through this. Or why is, listen, thy will be done. And I didn't realize how powerful this prayer was uh, until we would, when, when we would get um, voluntold, as little boys by our mom, come on, we need to go pray. And in our underwear, we'd have to go to the living room, and get on our knees on the couch. And she'd lead us in prayer. We gotta pray, your brothers are in trouble. We're five. What's that got to do with us? Your brother's in charge, you know how to pray for your family. We learn at five. Mom, I need my sleep. You're five, you don't need sleep. I'm 55, I still don't need sleep. Get up and pray, and this is teaching you not in this by yourself because if I start hurting, everyone's going to start hurting. Let's stop it before it becomes a hurt. 
So she'd lead us with the Lord's Prayer, and then we're going, because that was the only part we knew. The rest of the part, she was getting too deep in scriptures anyway. And we were sleepy. But you dare not fall asleep on that couch on your knees. We pray much better when we know the word. Everybody say amen. Read your Bible so you can find out what you should be praying about. It's, it's the exact, that's it. Read your Bible. How do, how do I pray? How do I know I'm asking, I'm not asking for the right thing? Does it say it in the word? Does the Bible say it? I need God to speak to me. Read out loud then. Right? And so it's his word. And, and God's will is for our situation, right? 1 John 5, 14. Here, here's what it actually says. If you pray according to his will, he will hear you. So pray the word of God. It, it, and that is always why, I don't know if you guys have ever heard people say, God, I pray that you heal me if it be thy will. In the Bible, he says, by his stripes, you were healed. That's his will. Not if it be my will. That's what it is. That's, that's what it is. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I love all my kids. I love justice. But justice seemed to be over bragging last night on my pancake making skills. Now, I don't know if he was hustling me. Or what? And it was like, man, he, man, look, look, he knows how to do it. You can do miracles looking at him like, okay. You've said it like four times. And I'm flipping him because he got me the Thursday night when we did it. So we did it again last night. Look how good he is. Look how good he is. But Justice is a, a genuine person. He's not going to say it if he don't mean it. Listen, God wouldn't say it if he didn't mean it. If he didn't believe you could be an overcomer, if he didn't believe you could be delivered, he wouldn't have said it in his word. You got to know he said it. it and, and that's, but that's just it. Like, what am I? God, you, you hear that? Again, don't raise your hand because I know we've got folks who've done this. They don't know what to pray. Grab your Bible. God, I pray in the beginning. You create the heavens and earth. Like, start. Start. You know your needs. You know what's going on. God knows your needs. As the Bible says, he knows you have needs and that's why you're coming to him. But you need to know that you can humble yourself and go straight to God about those needs and about those things. And as God gives you wisdom. So, so we ask according to this word. He hears us. Jesus did more than just come out of heaven to get us out of hell. He came out of heaven to get God out of heaven and into us. And so he said, I'm, I, I got to get into you. And that's why he was telling them, I must go away. It's better for me to go away so you can realize the one you need to walk with. Go away. He says, I must go away that the spirit of the comforter may come. Because if it's just me, you're only going to be around me when you can see me. But when it's the spirit, I'm going to be in you. So I'm there with you at all times. So you ask according to the will of God and that it can be done unto you because God hears you. So he cares about everything that we are doing. So he says, give us this day our daily bread. God cares about every every day needs and when he learned to when we learn to receive today it will teach us how to feed for a lifetime right teach a man to fish and he will he'll get a bunch of more fish right show me how to eat today god show me what you're talking about today because remember the scripture says take no thought for tomorrow today got enough issues going on sometimes we could be so afraid of what's going to happen tomorrow we're afraid of something that may not ever even happen Right? If we had a friend that lied to us as much as our fears do, we wouldn't be friends with that person at all. <laughs> like, we may be in jail. 
So forgiveness. So we're going to talk about that part is, is, is I am losing my spot. Give us this day our daily bread and what we can learn how to get daily. We can learn how to have permanently. I believe this is why the Bible tells us these things. It's not to worry about tomorrow. If you learn how to eat today, you'll know how to eat tomorrow. Because tomorrow will be this day right? It'll be the same thing. Matthew chapter 18, verse 24. When, now, I, listen, it says, forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors. Why is that in there like that? Well, I'm so glad you asked. A debt, when you owe a debt, you feel like you got to pay that and pay that and pay that until it's paid in full. It's a debt. And so when we do that, we feel like we're under a contract. And if we don't pay it, the, the debtor is going to come collect. And this is what happens, right? He says, forgive our debts. Now, when it's, when it's making sin like a debt, that made a whole lot of sense to me because in, in Romans 6.23, it says the wages of sin is death. It's like a debt that you owe me, I'm going to come get you. And so in the story in Matthew 18 and verse 24 through 35, it's a famous story about the man who, who owed like millions of dollars. And the guy grabbed him and said, you know, he said, I'll pay you back. And he knew he wasn't going to be able to pay it. So he forgave him of the millions of dollars of debt that he owed. That same man that was forgiven found a man that owed him about $15. He had that man that owed him $15 thrown in jail. And then when the, when the one that forgave him a great debt found out, he came back and said, okay, now you pay back. Since you won't let that person go free, now you're no longer free. Right? Isn't that how unforgiveness works? When you don't let the person go, you become as imprisoned as they are. It's like drinking poison, expecting the other person to die from it. Forgive so that you can be forgiven. Don't hold something against others you wouldn't want held against you. Now that's, listen, that's tough when that you've been done wrong. Let me say it that way, right? You know you were right. You've been done wrong. You're right. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about Frank the other day when, uh, when they pulled me up there in front of these people because it's the foster care kids. And was thinking about, like, man, I, I, I'm telling them, dude, I know what you're going to grow up to be if you stay here. You stay right. I know what your potential is. But, but it's almost like you, you think about, I don't want to not. How many of y'all glad God forgave you? Let me just ask that question. Okay. Aren't we glad, right? So think about if God don't forgive you or didn't forgive you, how would you feel? How would you feel if God held everything you've done wrong against you? And he's saying, don't hold what people did wrong to you against you. Let me take care of it. Forgive them. Y'all, I'm a vengeful, grudge-holding without Jesus. I can hold a grudge. I'm telling you, the way I fought, it was strategic. I could hold it for years and get you back. And God has delivered me from it. I know it. I was good at it. It was good. One of the few things I did really well was hold that grudge, and then the goal was to hit you to where I could knock you out. All right? with whatever it may be. God said, no, let it go. And I found the most amazing thing about salvation, right? Salvation is free. You could do nothing to get saved other than receive it. 
But there should be a response to that. And here's, here's the analogy. The guy goes, I've got in my backyard, the ground is there. He says, I went to Lowe's and bought uh, fertilizer and I bought seeds to plant into the ground. The ground didn't have any choice in me driving to the store. The ground didn't have any choice in me getting the seeds. All the ground was able to do was just to receive it. But the ground responded. We should be responding to the salvation that we have. There should be a lifestyle response. And again, one of these things that we've, we found out over the years, if you, if you preach the truth, people are going to get mad. And if you don't want to hear the truth, don't ask elementary kids. They're going to tell you. You know, how we, you know how we manipulate high looking needs and we just, we're begging for a compliment. Elementary kids go, oh, you want to know. You look like a cloud in them pants. It's overcast. But when you know that God has saved you and he puts them in you, go out and let that thing grow for others to be blessed. Others can see it. It's amazing that it was, it was a dollar amount that he would put that in there. So when we don't forgive, seeking payment from, from we, uh, we ultimately reinstall our own debt. So Matthew uh, chapter 26 and verse 41, when this is getting us to the part, lead us not into temptation. You know, we're asking God not to lead us into temptation. Are we, are we praying, God, don't let me be led into temptation? Right? So in Matthew chapter 26, verse 41, same time, same time, just right before Jesus prayed, if this could pass for me, yet not my will, but thy will be done. He came back and his disciples were supposed to be praying only for one hour. He came back and found them sleeping. And he told them, watch and pray so you don't enter into temptation. Right? So that means that when we stop praying and stop watching, we enter into temptations, battles that we don't have the grace to overcome. You're, don't raise your hand again. This, is, this helps me out for you not to raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. Ever fought something that seemed like it came up on you out of nowhere? And God's like, watch and pray. If emotions hit you that came up out of nowhere, anger hit you, sadness came up out of nowhere. Now, y'all, I know it's other people that should have came today, but they'll get it on Spotify. Yeah, all that stuff that hit you out of nowhere, and you're like, where did that come? Out of nowhere. It's watch and pray. Because you enter into a temptation you don't have the strength to overcome. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. Everything you do, watch and pray. Don't, go, don't sleep on your prayer time. If he wakes you up to pray, wake up, pray. He's, he's trying to get you to watch for something. He's trying to tell you something's coming. Something's trying to sneak up on you. This doesn't catch me by surprise. All right, we can only be surprised once. After that, we just unprepared. Right? We have to be able to be ready for that. So keep that, keep it, and seek God. And I want to make sure we do that. So here it is it is vital that we seek God to keep us and our family free from unprepared battles why am I fighting this Genesis chapter 4 and verse 7 God told Cain when you do when you refuse to do what is right sin lies at the door and Cain was mad because God didn't receive his offer. We just preached this a few weeks ago. He was mad because God didn't receive his offering he says why is your face why is your countenance fallen he said if you do right You'll, be, you'll do well. But if you don't, sin lies at the door. Temptation lies at the door when we stop watching how we, how we act. 
ever come out of traffic only to jump into something? I was, was that you I was telling you about? Uh, that I, I love like animal videos, uh, crocodiles, the, uh, the, the, the bulls and all that stuff. I love all that. Is it, is it bulls? Whatever the thing, the, the, one, the ones that make me the maddest because they weigh three times more than the lions and they run from them. Huh? No, no, no. They, these are the bulls. These are the big horn fellas. These, I'm calling them bulls today. I'll figure it out. I'll get it later. It's not Jill Wild another time. Just, it's, just, it's my nerd coming out. And I love that, but I get so mad at them because they're bigger than lions and the lions scatter them to catch one of them by themselves. If they would just, just look, can I just say this? If they would just get back to back in a circle, none of them would ever get eaten. Then the thing that really makes me mad is they'll stand there while one is getting attacked and watch and growl. Like, God, why are they acting like that? Get your cousin over there. He's getting his horns ripped off. But anyway, I don't even know why I did that. But anyway, he was telling them, he says, sin's lies at the door when we don't watch and pray and watch how we behave. Yeah, I know why I was saying that. He was telling her about this, this uh, deer or whatever it was, was going across the Nile River. The Nile River has crocodiles in it. And its crocodile got a hold of its leg and it was fighting that crocodile like for a long time. Like I sit there for 40, now I know how people can stay on their phones. 40 minutes watching this thing. This is all he kept doing. That crocodile wouldn't let go. He just, he kept fighting. He fought that thing and then he finally broke free, came out and a, and a uh, cheetah got him. Don't you ever feel like that some days? You fight all day, you get out and then there's somebody at home who got an attitude. Cheetah! on the call. I was like, what a crazy thing. That thing was just like, oh, just take me, Lord. Just, you know what I mean? Like, he just, he just been battling for 40 minutes. He was like, you could see when he stepped off of there, like, <gasps> and a cheetah just took him out. Watch and pray now. Traffic will make you mess up an H-E-B. And it had nothing to do with it. It'll get you wrong. Deliver us <laughs> from evil. Everybody pray that with me. Deliver us from evil. Even if I'm evil, crevile. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8, our adversary, the devil, goes around as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. It means he can't take you unless you give him the opportunity. That's the only way he can get you. If you let your mind start running with thoughts and insecurities and stuff like that, the devil will get in there and make sure you stay that way. You, have, you cannot, he can't get you unless you give yourself over to him. The devil beat me. Quit unlocking the door for him. Quit letting him in. I was like the one dude want to take a selfie with that rattlesnake. And it bit him in the face. Because that's what they do. They bite. Why you want a selfie with a rattlesnake? What, who are you going to show that to? Look at me. I took a picture with a snake. So you know how to be close to evil. Okay. He goes around looking for those he can devour. He can't devour if you do it. So to end our prayer with thanks and give glory to God forever and ever. Amen. Is that simple? Amen? All right, bow your head. That's simple. Father, I just pray and I thank you for the Lord's prayer. How we need to pray and honor you in all that we do, Lord God, that you will be glorified and magnified. And Father, as we dedicate our hearts to you, that Lord, that we want to be in complete and total relationship with you. Thank you for being our Father. Thank you for being our God. 
show us daily how to be your people. As your heads are bowed and eyes are closed, and said, if you're in here and like, man, I, I don't know Jesus. I don't know if I'm right with God. I want to be right with God. His heads are bowed, eyes are closed, people are praying. If that's you, why don't you just raise your hand? Because we want, as we pray our Father, for you to be in the family. Thank God, thank God. Okay, so we're in the house, so we know when we pray. And we said, now God, help me rededicate my life to prayer. I need to rededicate my life to daily prayer. If that's you, I want you to raise your hand so you can be strengthened and do so. Yes, yes, amen, amen, amen. Put your hand in. I rededicate my life to it. So Father, I just pray you saw everyone who lifted their hand to you. And Lord, that there would be a passion and a hunger to rededicate our lives back to you. We thank you, Lord God, for your blessings and, and your will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And Lord, that you've called us to walk like it is in heaven. And Father, we bless you with it and we thank you for it. That as we pray, we believe we're going to receive and we're going to watch and pray and expose anything the devil's trying to do. That my child and my family and my life will glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Hey, you run into somebody, lead them in the Lord's Prayer. Just lead them. Lead them. Get them into that. Get them going. Uh, we got some uh, spectacular juice. Thank y'all for all your help. I forgot to tell y'all to get the tables, but y'all got them in it. Was that you? Man, we must be married or something. Like, you know stuff before I even have to say. Like, do it. Right, see, there's going to be a special cake tomorrow. Uh, we love you guys. Have some juice. Have some hummus. And, and you're dismissed.